Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Welcome back to another episode of the RV. On today's episode, we are headed to Athens, Greece, to speak with Zoe Fraco. Zoe is an organizational psychologist, business coach, mentor, and speaker. So Zoe, welcome to the RV. Hello, dear Lucia. It's great finally meeting you. Thank you so much for the honor of bringing me on board to your beautiful van. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I look forward for our conversation. Thank you. I'm super happy to have you here. And of course, super happy to be in Greece. Actually, I've been to Athens once and I visited a place uh, It was called Plaka. It's Plaka. Yeah. It's Plaka, yeah. It's in the center of Athens and it's one of our oldest neighbors. So if you want to get a true feeling of you know, how Greeks have fun and how things are happening, if you visit Greece, you totally have to start your tour from Plaka. Uh-huh. Everything's happening there. <laughs> what do you like the most about Greece? Okay. Well, uh, funny thing is that if you ask me, uh, I will tell you that I don't feel very connected to Greece. But then every all every one of my friends from abroad, they say that I am in love with my culture. So apparently I'm like the stereotype when I'm in my country. I always complain. But the moment I leave for five minutes, I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, how do you survive? There is no sun here. And I wish I was in a Greek beach right now, having my ouzo, <laughs> eating mm-hmm. my fried calamari, etc. So basically, I would say for starts, food is what I love the most about Greece. And every time I'm away, that's what I miss the most. Uh, and then architecture, especially in the islands, there is this something so special about Greek islands. You know, that you see the horizon and it immediately connects with the sea and you don't know where the horizon stops and the sea starts and that's just spectacular. And above all, uh, art, you know, like Greek art. Uh, I don't think that people know that about us, especially in the modern days, but we are still pioneers when it comes to theater and uh, new artistic ways, also music. Art is so such an important part of our lives here. Yeah, I think... Greece is kind of a magic place. Um, Well, it's very beautiful. And there are a lot of things to do. Of course, living in Greece and working in Greece has a lot, a lot, a lot of challenges. We're not uh, yet, uh, especially business-wise, I would say we're not still very, you know, developed as we should. But there are being efforts to get there. Mm -hmm. Yes. And Zoe, your name means life yes it does in greek actually zoe is a greek name i don't know if people know that yeah and it means life in greek yeah and uh, like coincidentally i i decided to write about a little crab called zoe i think it sounds so cool like what's your name zoe (laughs) sorry (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it has a meaning, but it's also short enough. So if I want to switch careers and become, a, I don't know, a singer, a pop star, 
people uh, will remember it. They won't have to change my name. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, so can you tell us a little bit about your journey? Um, professionally, like personally, in which sense would you say? Let's say professionally. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, it's quite interesting, actually. I'm from a small town. I'm not from Athens, from the capital city, so I'm from a very small town. And my parents, they own a butcher shop, so I'm not coming from an educated family. Uh, but they were actually really pushing me into science and into arts, so they were providing me with a lot of opportunities to explore everything that they didn't have the opportunity to explore. Uh, very soon, I started thinking that it would suit me to become a lawyer. So it, I kind of, became, I don't know, I kind of became obsessed with the idea of studying law. But then when I actually took the exams and I was on my final year, for no reason, nobody, up to this day, nobody knows why, but I switched completely and I said, no, I'm going to do psychology. Having thought about it later in life, I think that the reason I did that was because, well, I was always talking too much and everybody always was telling me that I talk too much. So I think that subconsciously, I also wanted to know how to hear more and become a better listener. Therefore, I started studying psychology. I also started uh, working a lot at the same time. So I switched various jobs at that point while studying. I did uh, work for an event company. Uh, we organized in building activities. Then I was working in an HR company. And I was gaining a lot, a lot, a lot of uh, experience from all of these uh, things. And I started realizing that I am more business oriented. So it makes more sense for me to do something more business related than actually clinical psychology, which was also, you know, when somebody's studying psychology, this is usually the first option. And for many people, it's the only option. So I started searching how I could combine those two. And funny enough, in Greece, we don't even have one lesson of organizational psychology in the university. So I don't know if you believe that, but until very late, like 22, 23 years old, I didn't know that organizational psychology existed as a sector. It's an, it was an entire thing that we didn't know anything about. Uh -huh. And now I'm going to tell you something that it's, I don't know if it's embarrassing, but it's the truth. I started watching a show in HBO, like a show called Billions. And there was this woman who was actually an organizational psychologist in the show, and she was a performance coach. And that's the first time I showed it and said, what is she, what's she doing? I could do that. <laughs> I think I would be very good at that. Is this a thing? Is this real? So I started Googling about it and researching more. And basically, I had to create my own path in order to get to where I am today. You know, so I believe that having someone who can help you with business ups and downs is always recommended. In your opinion, what are some important characteristics of an effective coach? Hmm. I think that the most, effect, the most important thing is that your client never feels judged, no matter what they tell you. And especially for me, this in the beginning was a bit of a challenge, not in the sense that I'm judgmental, but because I'm working with global clients, there are many times where their culture is so different than mine. And they might be religious, for example, and they might have a religious a religion for which I know nothing. And then this religion might actually dictate many of their choices. So this was something that I had to learn a lot about and I had to read a lot and I had to study in order to be able to relate with 
all of these people from so many different backgrounds. So I would say one thing is to not be judgmental at all. Uh, second is to always study and try to understand more about where the other person is coming from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the third thing is to know your limitations. Uh, I find that it's very sad that many coaches uh, don't really know when a client, you know, uh, they, they might have issues that they can't help with, they can provide help with because their issues might be actually clinical or because their issues might not be professional or, you know, people are not really buildings. And many times you can't really separate the kitchen from the living room or from the bedroom. And they might come to you and tell you, oh, I just have issues about my personal life or about my professional life. And then the more you get to know them, you understand that this is just a projection. A projection, And the real issues are completely different than the ones they think they have. So I think that it's very important to know when to say that, look, uh, I really wish I could help you, but I think you should find someone else who is more trained in professional issues or personal or child trauma or you might even, I think you should see a psychiatrist and have an evaluation from there as well. Yeah, it's good to to have like a multidisciplinary team. I think a business coach um, is someone who will guide you on your path to success. And I truly believe that we all need to have a coach. You know what I mean? It's the, the feeling I have. It's like having a friend close to mm-hmm. you helping you but with another vision because a friend always sees the problem in a more emotional way actually you open up a very interesting angle because i heard this uh, opinion before that you know friends might be coaching you and then coaches can be a bit like uh, friends but in my opinion i think that friends should be your support system they shouldn't be here to challenge you so if you want to be challenged yeah, find a coach. But then friends, no, I, I, I want my friends to be my support system, my number one fans, to be there for me. And even if I'm doing mistakes, I don't need them to ground me. I don't need them to tell me I'm doing a mistake. I just need them to be there sometimes. Just listen to me. Mm-hmm. And if anything, I think that that's a distinction that people sometimes don't really make. And as a result, they end up not having a support system and just having friends that in one sense, they feel that they're helping them grow, but in another sense, they might be antagonizing or competitive or even passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Because where's the limit to that? Yeah, totally. <laughs> and so you said some people call you workaholic. Is there <laughs> any reason for that? <laughs> some people, for starts, uh, all of my ex boyfriends. <laughs> Let's start there. (laughs) Yes, but I don't feel workaholic. It's interesting because workaholic people, they have, uh, they experience very negative emotions towards their profession and towards their work life. But I don't have any negative emotions. I'm very happy. It's not like if I didn't work, uh, I would, I don't know, I would do name something irrelevant, play football. I would still read psychology books. I would still read literature. I would still like to talk to people. And I really love my job. I would say I'm work committed <laughs> instead. Yeah, you seem to be very motivated. What really inspires you? What really inspires me? Everything I can say. I, 
You know, Bukowski said that only boring people get bored. So in that sense, I'm very proud to say that I never get bored. I can draw inspiration from anything, television, uh, going to the supermarket, just talking with the person. And uh, it's easy for me to also draw inspiration from bad feelings and bad experiences as well. Mm-hmm. Just, for example, uh, a week ago, I felt uh, kind of, um, how can I say, a little bit of injustice in a work matter by a collaborator. And I was feeling a bit bad, but then I said, you know what, how can I do it for something productive? And I ended up uh, writing an article about pettiness, actually. And it turned out very decent, I must say. So I I both, you know, got healed and completely over the subject and I ended up having something. There are so many things that we can do nowadays. We have like so much information online and we can do so much. Also, I was reading some of your answers. Okay. That that you don't keep anything you haven't used in the last six months. Oh my God. Okay. Listen, actually, that's very funny. I had this discussion about like one week ago with uh, my personal assistant and I said something like, oh my God, um, this bathing suit that I got, you know, it was white, but now it has has become yellow. Uh, How am I supposed to fix it uh, so I can wear it again? And she said, you know what? Just don't wear it for six months and then you have to give it away anyway. Uh So you won't have a problem with seeing it yellow. Yeah, it's very difficult to declutter for some people. Every time I am uh, switching my clothes from winter to summer, everything that I haven't used this season goes away. Nothing stays. This is a rule. I mean, there's a reason I didn't wear it the entire summer. So nothing, nothing stays. And also with anything else, like, I don't know why people do that. I mean, I can think of many reasons, but for me, it would never work. Having a house full of random things that I never use and you know, ju- they just make it hard for me to find the actual things that I do need. Yeah, I agree with you. So what are your goals? What do you want to achieve more? In this life? This life is <laughs> a lot, but like maybe in the next five years. In the next five years? Okay, let's see. But like I said, I really like my job. So I don't really have a lot of... Uh, goals that are not work-related, mostly because I'm also very, very lucky. So I have these amazing friends that I've been having almost forever and they're still in my life. And I I have a very social life, so I can't say that I want anything to change towards that direction. But professionally, I guess I would just like to continue to grow. And the more I grow, I would like to have more exposure so I can touch more people. I think that the reason I came to Earth is to make things a little bit better for the next ones to come after me. Uh And that's what I would like to focus on. Find a way to share my ideas as much as more as I can so that every, every little child or teenager or young adult out there might get even, you know, just a small thing that if I had got it from somewhere in that age, it could have helped me a lot. But because nobody did this for me, I had to find out everything on my own. Yeah, this is a beautiful goal. So we would like to leave a message to our listeners today. 
Well, I wrote an article today. It, it just got published and it's still on my mind. So I finished my article with a question. And I think that this should be something that should be a message as well for your listeners. I would like, and I would like to invite your listeners to, when they go to sleep tonight and they close their eyes, I would like them to think a little bit. If their existence on this earth at this time made things easier or harder for the next ones to come. Maybe you're inspired by, you know, this new generation. Well, I don't know. Um, there are so many role models and so many people that are amazing at what they do. So I don't really think that I'm a source of inspiration. I just think that I'm trying the best I can to do the best I can do. And in the process, I try not to hurt anyone. And that's pretty much okay mm. for, for a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. And where can our listeners find you online? Well, I'm very active on my LinkedIn. So if anybody wants to ask any questions or if you need any follow-up on what we discussed today, feel free to reach out to me on my LinkedIn. I'm super active and I respond to everything. Are you also on other socials? Sure, sure, sure. If you want to see how I spend my Greek summer living as a Greek <laughs> in the Greek sea, then follow me on Instagram. You'll get a lot of uh, Greek island vibes. <laughs> and what is your Instagram name? Exactly like my LinkedIn. It's Fragu Zoe, the way you hear it. And most probably you will also find it uh, as a link with the podcast. So feel free to join me there as well. Wonderful. So it was a pleasure to speak with you. And I just feel like I need to stay now in Greece. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Lucia, for this honor. Uh, I had an amazing time meeting you. And I really, really looking forward to seeing you more. <laughs> yes, you're always welcome. Maybe when you write your book, you just write me and our doors are always open to you. Thank you so much, Lucia. Thank you so much. It means a lot listening to that. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.